It's Mankato's Talk of the Town, connecting the community on News Sports Talk KTOE. Here's your host, Lisa Kay. Here we go. It's Talk of the Town time. Y'all waited for this, right? I told you we were talking fire. We've been fire's been on the brain this last week because there was so much going on with uh, our fire departments. They were learning, they were doing some training, and so I'll have to talk a little bit about that. It is right in the middle. I mean, I couldn't think of a more perfect time, I guess, for a live burn, a controlled burn, than Fire Prevention Week. Let's go light a fire, right? Uh, Sean Hayes is our guest this hour. How you doing, Sean? I got to turn your mic on, you know, that always helps. Are we good now? I'm doing good. How are you? (laughs) I'm excellent. I'll learn the board sooner or later. Sean is the Public Safety Fire Commander here, Um, and so, yeah. Fire Prevention Week, let's burn down a house. Uh, let's not. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> let's ways. Let's burn down to, that house, yeah, right? Let's, let's let's talk about ways to make sure that doesn't happen. Right. Um, how did the live burn end up going for you? You were out uh, there as the, well. The, the live burn last week was uh, great. We got uh, a lot of great training in, um, and then we're able to uh, sharpen our skills and, and, and learn some different things. We had some newer firefighters and some, some seasoned firefighters that were there, so it's, it's always good for us to get together and train under actual live Right. Fire loads and, and have to deal with all the things that happen. Um, so it was a good day of training. I liked uh, watching social media around that time because I knew it was coming up. I'm sure you guys saw some of the like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? Yeah, we get that quite a lot. But yeah. uh, and it's, it's good, too. The community always comes out. And then it's a good another chance for us to kind of kind of talk to people and, and, you know, use some fire prevention messaging and explain what we do and how we do things. And By the time I drove by, it was really to the ground already. And somebody was out there with a hose. And uh, so I missed most of it, but I saw it in pictures and some videos that people took. Was there anything that happened that was like, oh, we weren't expecting that? No, um, we, 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 we go into it knowing that things could, it's, it's, people always say it's a controlled burn. And, and I say you're partly right. We control the time and the location of where we set the fire. Right. After that, it's, it's no different than if we you know, show up at your house. So um, nothing went uh, too far off the rails. Uh, I think we had, uh, it got a little bit ahead of us, which was fine. We were able to, instead of me, I think fast, like, I would just, just, it got into the attic a little quicker than I think we would have liked to, which is fine. It's going to go in the attic anyway. So, uh, instead of getting, I think six burns, we got five, uh, but there was still a tremendous amount of training. And then, then we pull out our, our, our crews and then we just control the way it comes down Mm -hmm. and that's what it did. It looked like it was taken care of. Yeah, it was pretty quick. Actually. I think they were, it was all done by like maybe two o'clock. Mm-hmm. I missed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just saw the aftermath. Well, we're here to talk about uh, preventing things like that from happening when they're not in a controlled situation. And I know we're going to invite people to the open house that's coming up on Saturday. Saturday. Um, but first of all, when we talk Fire Prevention Week, that started on the 8th. So we're kind of yeah, we're in the, the we're in the we're in the middle of it. Um, it starts on the eighth, goes until the fourteenth, and and this is a great time to come and talk about it. We're kind of kind of right in the middle of the whole thing. What's the message now? I mean, we've we've talked with y'all forever about oh, make sure you have batteries in the smoke detectors, and you have a way out, and we have. Um, yeah, they you know those are great, um, and the National Fire Protection Association that's the group that kind of started fire prevention and the Fire Prevention Week and, and celebrating it. Uh, their their marketing folks or their 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 groups come up with campaigns every year, and this year it's really centered around cooking fires. That continues to be what plagues communities with fires. It, it's the unattended cooking. It's it's the kitchen fires. Uh, so this year it's cooking safety starts with you and, and then it kind of goes into pay, <laughs> pay attention to fire prevention. So uh, that's the big push this year is to really look at 
uh, what we're doing in our homes and how are we attentive? Are we both physically and mentally, you know, there while we're cooking and while we're doing things? I said to my husband, this is a great excuse to go out to eat. Exactly. Let somebody else do it for me. <laughs> Let somebody else cook for you. Right. I told you the story before about uh, the fire that I started when I was young in my kitchen. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A grease fire. Yes. I didn't know. I had no education up until that point in time. I must have been about, I'm guessing, 11, 12 years old. Sure. And didn't realize that when I left an unattended pot of oil on the stove, it would catch on fire. And so I took it to the sink and put water on it. Yep. And uh, that's that one of the. Not something you should do. No. And we will, we will actually, when our open house, and I know we'll talk about it a little bit later down the road here, but uh, that's one of our demonstrations that we're doing is uh, we're going to show people how to properly. Uh, extinguish grease fires when they happen in our kitchens. Yeah, and and so that's just one of the types of fires that can happen. Oh, um, sure. Um, what you, do you focus on for? Well, I, you I, said I, cooking because they you said cooking is like the number one cause. Well, kitchen fires, and usually what they're attributed to are, are unattended cooking. Sure. So, um, the the cooking aspect is part of it. The grease fires are ha- part of it. The other thing is, I think it gets into, and and we're going to hear this a lot this week, and for I think for our staff moving forward for a long time, it's about behaviors. So if we go back into our behavior when we're cooking or we're you know we're we're doing things, um, it starts with housekeeping, good housekeeping, keeping our cooking areas free of anything that can catch on fire. Mm. Um, you know, unfortunately, sometimes we go into kitchens and you'll see dish towels, you'll see oven mitts, you'll see paper towel dispensers, and they're oh closed. Oh my gosh, mine is right next to the stove. Yeah, so we we we, we 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 ask everybody to kind of keep a, a, a about a three foot circle away from that from that stove top. Uh, so again, behavior. Uh, the other one is is being attentive while we're cooking, both physically and mentally. There, um, being in the kitchen, being present. Um, we've. Uh, there's a lot of data out there that shows, unfortunately, we had a high number of fatalities throughout the state of Minnesota last year. From and, fire? Well, from yeah. fire, yeah. They were played, we had 70 fatalities through the state last wow. year. Uh, unfortunately, that is the highest number that we've had since the mid-90s. And uh, this year, uh, the statewide, we're tracking to, to kind of be around that number again. Mm. Um, so uh, in a lot of those fatalities, a big uh, kind of a common denominator were drugs and or alcohol were found on board. So again, so now people we're- people are cooking under the influence? I've, there's times when that happens. <laughs> I can so, see where that- was. Yeah. And I mean, if, you, if, you, if we go back to just, I think our human nature, sometimes people might have a, a glass of wine or have, have a beer while they're cooking their meal or, or they're socializing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the behavior aspect, right? That, that's something that we can tweak a little bit to maybe make things a little safer. Um, being present in that actual space, um, you know, watching what happens. We are busy people. We, we multitask all the time. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, sometimes we, we set things on the stove and we get distracted. We have lives to live and we walk out of the rooms and we come back and, and there we go. You do think like setting. I did this the other day. Um, I put something in the oven and forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And it was actually just charcoal yep. by the time. But that could have caused. That could have, something yeah. could have happened for that. So um, wow. the behaviors. I'm of, not doing very well here on my checkup. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you straight. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah, behaviors or something. Do you think that with, um, you, we were talking about cooking while impaired. I'm, I'm wondering about all of the, you know, the THC stuff and then people are using that now. Yeah. We get munchy, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, but, like, just don't do that. And I, I think it's it's. <laughs> The, the best way to look at I'm it is just, the numbers are just going to go up from that, right? Let's just keep that stuff in mind, right? Let's try to limit all the other external, you know, things that can kind of 
play into it. Behavioral changes. All right. So we should take a look at our kitchens and make sure. So no more dish towels hanging over the oven? I would thing? say three feet away Don't from any, any flame or burner. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have to figure out where to put all that stuff. Uh, fire extinguishers. I have one in my home. I don't know if it's does it need to be current? Does it need to be checked? Yeah, so th- there's there's a bunch of different standards and, and types. Like so, um, there's different codes, different things. Rental properties, owner occupied. At the end of the day, have a fire extinguisher present, mm-hmm. right? That's the big one. Have them. Uh, I would say on every level of the home, at, at that way in the garage, right? Yeah. Have have one there. Make sure that most of them will have a, a gauge on it. That is red and then green in the middle with a needle. Okay. And that's saying that gauge is letting us know that, that there's enough pressure in that extinguisher to discharge that agent. We want that to be in the green. Now, yes, they, they, at some point there are, there are time parameters on how, how long they can be used for. Um, and, and a lot of that is, is kind of predicated to the type, the size. Um, and then there also is a requirement, depending on where they're at, to be inspected by a third party. And, and that's where we start getting into our rental property and some of our ordinance and okay. things like that. I so, think here at the radio station, we had somebody that was in oh, sure. checking. Yep. yep. So all our commercial property, um, the, there's, there's kind of a standard that they have to have them. And they're inspected annually by a third party. That's something that we come in as uh, public safety. Our, our fire division will come in and do inspections to make sure that that inspection is done. Uh, oh, okay. But when we're talking about our homes, we really want to see... Uh, having extinguishers. Having extinguishers. And here's a dumb question. Where do we get an extinguisher if we need uh, one? I think you can get them pretty much everywhere now. Really? The big box stores, certain them. online platforms have them. Um, Clearly, I have not went out and purchased one. Yeah. I don't know if mine is, I mean, I have one, but I don't know if it's current. Mm-hmm. I know where it is. As long as you know where it is and know how to use it, that's, that's the big thing. <laughs> it's not going to help me if it's not like current, right? Um, but still the same, uh, same old advice about testing smoke detectors and absolutely um so the smoke alarms are awesome they're great they are going to give us the early warning and the detection and and we're talking literally in some cases seconds from when a fire starts to when the smoke generates those alarms go off and and those are imperative that lets lets us uh get out safely but also gets that call into to our, our our dispatching centers right to get our firefighters going um we've always said um, on daylight savings time, replace your batteries. So yeah. you're replacing your batteries twice a year. Uh, Technology is starting to catch up. Uh, now um, there are 10-year batteries. They're sealed batteries in mm-hmm. the smoke alarm. So you really can't change them so much. So if you have changeable batteries, we're always going to tell you twice a year. Um, we've kind of really pushed into the once a month, once a year, once a decade. So once a month, we want you to test your smoke alarms. Just go push buttons, listen to them. They're going to beep. They're going to let you know they're working. And then once a year, we would love every community member to practice an escape drill from their home. And, and I would say do it twice. Do it once in the morning or daylight hours and maybe mm-hmm. once at night. And, and practice how we're going to get out of the house if there's a problem and have that meeting spot. And then the once a decade, that's referring to that, that the life expectancy of the smoke alarm. Okay. Um, our code now says that after 10 years, they need to be replaced. So what if you have them? Are, are there some that are hire, hardwired into a house? Yeah. So that, Yep. And it's the same thing. So there's a manufacturer date on them. So every 10 years, smoke alarms need to be replaced. So again, once a month, once a year, once a decade. There's a lot to remember here. All right. And, and because of that, uh, we're going to talk open house coming Absolutely. up in a bit. Um, and stick around. Fire Prevention Week going on until the 14th with uh, 
Sean Hayes in, keeping us safe. Thank you for that. Um, we're going to be back in just a few here on Talk of the Town. K-T-O-E. I guess that's where we are. We've got Sean Hayes in Fire Marshal here, Fire Prevention Week. And we're talking a little bit about the open house that's coming up. You do have this open house. Um, and it, it went on hold for COVID for a while and then... Yeah, we I think and... we we were shut down for two years. We yeah. we, we we elected not to do it, and uh, but we're back, uh, and uh, I like to say we're back and bigger and better than before. But uh, we're looking forward to it this year. Let's talk about what's going on because the community is invited to attend this fire open house. It's coming up Saturday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. where we can learn all about fire safety that we've been talking about mm-hmm. here, and uh, you're going to hold this at the Public Safety Center on South Front Street. Yep, 710 um, South Front Street. All right, so we're invited down 10 a.m. There's your official invite everybody Uh, but activities this year include those kitchen fire demonstrations how do you demonstrate kitchen fires do you have a fake kitchen there Uh, actually we have a well well, yeah we we will bring in an actual kitchen Mm -hmm. uh the minnesota state fire chiefs association has a uh, they have two mobile units that are shared throughout the state and we're we're partners with them uh it's a tow behind trail that we bring down uh it runs off propane but it's got a stove and then we'll actually heat up uh, about an inch of cooking oil in a pan uh, just like anybody you else sound that like we're me, just like me making popcorn when <laughs> yep. I was 11. Uh, and we will we'll demonstrate the the correct ways to extinguish fires and how to be fire safe when we were talking about like the three foot circle mm-hmm. and keeping everything away from our burner so we'll demonstrate that. And then do you need we, me to demonstrate how not to be safe? You could if you come down you can light the fire. <laughs> you can do it. Uh-huh. But we'll um We'll have that, 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 we'll let that, that oil get hot enough and then uh, we'll let it flame and then we'll show the proper way to put it out. And then we're going to actually take roughly a cup of water and we're going to throw it on that fire and show everybody uh, how, how not, why we shouldn't do that and the negative impact that that's going to have. Uh, there'll be a huge fireball that will come out. Um, and uh, so we'll, we're going to do that twice, actually. How do you do that in a safe manner? Uh, we have about a 12 foot pole. Okay. Uh, we use a long pole that has a, has a cup on it, and we literally oh. will have a firefighter in turnout gear uh, kind of use the pole to direct it on there, splash it. It will be a, a big ball that comes out of the open side of the trailer, um, and we'll that kind of will people see what happens if we do that at home. Right. Yeah, so we're going to do that twice. We're going to do the first one about 11.15, okay. and then uh, we're going to do it again. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, eleven fifteen is the first one, and then we're gonna try to do it a little bit later, maybe sure. closer to one o'clock. So. Okay, so a couple of different uh, ways to see mm-hmm. what not to do and what yes. to do instead, which is like what, the, the, co- we're cover gonna, it up. We really want to show the proper way to do it. Yeah, cover it up. Just uh, when we're cooking, we should uh, most of our pots have covers. Uh, so we would we would tell you that if you're cooking with an open pot, to have that pot lid nearby um and if you don't have behavioral one behavioral change behavioral change exactly right. uh the other one would uh, cookie sheet works great just cover that pan cover that cover the top of it and Getting turn off the, the burner oxygen yeah it will starve it off yeah but it'll keep it from kind of atomizing and, and, and spreading and we'll just cover it up and then uh turn off the heat all right mm-hmm. well the kitchen fire demonstration something else that's going on uh that people are invited to watch are the side-by-side burn demonstrations relatively new yeah we started this a couple years ago this is um what we've done is we've built two eight foot by eight foot cubes basically um we've we framed them up like we would in a normal house we put sheetrock up uh we have some partnerships with the national fire sprinkler association the minnesota chapter and they donate some furniture uh, so we have matching furniture we'll fully outfit these rooms to act like a living room they'll be the side by the same sofas same chairs same curtains same blanket same same trash can 
And um, we're going to light one on fire. We're going to kind of simulate a, a smoking-related fire where we'll light a piece of paper in a, in a, in a wastebasket. And it will show um, how quickly fire spreads. It will show that there will be a working smoke alarm that you know, anywhere from probably 15 to 40 seconds that smoke alarm is going to activate. And then within a couple minutes, we're going to go into what we call flashover. And that's when every bit of combustible material in there just ignites. And that's uh, unfortunately, that would be a fatal environment to right. anybody that's in there. So we're going to show that and let it go. And then we'll come out with a hand line and we'll knock that fire out. And then we're going to use the other one. It's the exact same thing. The only difference is this one actually has a fire protected, it's a sprinkler system built in. So we have one sprinkler head that would be the kind that we would have in our homes. And so same thing, we're going to light the same situation, same manner, same, everything's the same. Uh, but you, basically within a minute, that sprinkler head is going to activate. And then what it's going to show is how effective they are. It, it keeps that fire to, it keeps it from spreading and going to that flashover state, which would give you as an occupant or, uh, you know, enough time to get out and get to safety and, and all that stuff. So that's a, that's a pretty new thing that we've, we've been doing. I think this will be the third year and it's, uh, it's remarkable. There's a lot of conversation that has afterwards about those. There's an escape house trailer for, for kids? Yep. Uh, that's another another big prop that we have, that it's a mock-up house. Uh, and it, it, it's a way that we can we can use a smoke machine and generate smoke. And then we, we, we work with the children to show them how to effectively, you know, maybe come down the stairs or if they need to, how to get out of windows, all those mm, things. So that's okay. that's a big one. And then the fire extinguisher training. That's a new thing this year we're offering. Uh, we were talking about fire extinguishers earlier, right. and 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 this is this is an opportunity for people to come down and we'll we'll do training. We have a system. Uh, we're getting very, you know, techy with our with our extinguishers here. We have a laser guided system that um, we'll be able to. Um, train people on the proper way of using a fire extinguisher, the distance, the timing, the types of fires that they're effective on. Uh, we're really looking to kind of get into that that middle school age, uh, 14, 15, maybe people that are starting to babysit or, or, or children that may be left alone and they're cooking sure. and, and those things, and then an adult. So it's not really something for, for the younger kids to, a lot of times they think it's a toy, but we want to go with the teenagers and the adults, and it's an opportunity for people to get hands-on fire extinguisher training. And then uh, lots of different displays, information I know that you're giving out. But uh, you're, for those little ones that are really interested, you're going to have the fire trucks. And all. Yeah, so we'll there's have, the photo ops and everything. Yeah, we'll right? have all. We'll have, um, uh, we recently bought another. We have, we have two aerial fire engines or trucks. We have two okay. ladder trucks. So we'll have both of them out on display. I think I saw the Mankato city manager up on one of the ladders. She was there at the, uh, <laughs> at the, at the bird. Yes, she was. She was a good bird's eye view up She's there. Like, not looking down, not looking down. <laughs> uh, but we'll have some, we'll have fire trucks, fire engines out there for, for people. And then we'll, the station's open. We'll, we'll do guided tours so people can see how our fire, you know, our firefighters live when they're working and, and you know, they're, they're, how they're, how they're, their kitchen is and how their rooms are and how they're, how they work. I don't think people understand what it is that you do when you are a firefighter. Then you're talking about rooms and kitchens and, and how they live. What are, what, what's an hour, a day look like? Are you staying there and not going home? Yeah. So our, our fire crews actually work a 48 hour shift. So they, they are there for two solid days okay. uh, and then they're off for four days. Uh, that allows us to have like three shifts that are rotating. Uh, their days usually start in the morning and, and they'll have projects. They have, we have work. We do inspections, we do pre-planning. So we'll come to a business and 
and look at it and draw it and, and figure out, okay, if this was to catch on fire, here's the closest hydrant and here's how to control the sprinklers. So we do all that. I hope you're not looking around this particular radio station um, because there's, you got to close your eyes. <laughs> That's dangerous. Uh, and so they, they do inspections, <laughs> they'll repair equipment. They, and and you, were, you were talking to Captain uh, Kapischke, uh mm-hmm. recently. Uh, training is a huge part of our day. And so there's training that's being done either, whether it's a tabletop exercise or we're doing hands-on stuff. Um, and, and that's kind of their day, but obviously we're dealing with the emergency response calls, right? right. So, so those are always on the background. Those are always happening. Uh, and then at night, we, we kind of shift into more of, uh, that's when we bring on some, we supplement our staff. We have additional staffing there and we might do some more training in the evening as well as continue to run calls. Okay. So it's... Uh, the open house is a great opportunity for people to see how our living quarters are and how how they live. Well, once again, we have a couple minutes left, so let's mm-hmm. remind people that this is being held on Saturday. Saturday from 10 to 1, 710 South Front Street. Uh, there's parking in the parking ramps, parking all around. We we want everybody to come. And we'll have light refreshments, so maybe, maybe that will get some people to come out. <laughs> oh, people love the free food, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we'll put all of this information over on the KTOE website as awesome. well as we'll get people involved. Sean Hayes, the fire marshal for Fire Prevention Week. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. Certainly appreciate it. And thanks for having me. Thanks for all you do. Mm-hmm. You guys have a tough job. Thank you for and- having me. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me for the past couple of hours. Talk of the Town was a good one. I want to thank again our Renee Mays coming in with the Mankato Area Alliance Club talking about the diabetes rally that's going on on Saturday, October 14th at the Wow Zone. That one starts at 8.45 in the morning. And don't forget, we just left Sean Hayes, our fire marshal. There's an open house going on in Mankato's Public Safety Center, 710 South Front Street. And we want to invite you to that. That goes until 1 o'clock in the afternoon coming up on Saturday the 14th.